0: the man on podcast uh we aren't uh, we aren't doing our little review preview today are we
1: Well, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a review not in terms of our points um yeah, you don't care about a bit, them bit too miserable really when to keep looking at points
0: i was. Uh, i did all right
1: but <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually putting some of these slides together some of the data in some of these slides coming up and um I realised then why I've been doing so badly. A lot of the players I've had have got such bad numbers recently. They're obviously good players uh, in good teams, but for whatever reason, in in recent game weeks, their numbers have been awful. That's what it's Um, about, isn't it? And I've got multiple of those that all seem to be underperforming at the same time. So there's there's a clear reason why I've been doing so bad the last four or five weeks. So it's actually handy doing this research. So no, shame I didn't do it a
0: couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, that, that is true. Um Craig, you're not sporting a cap. I've just realized it's really off-putting. Go and get one. No, no I don't one. I mean really don't don't interrupt the streams to go and get a cap. <laughs>
1: but uh yeah, it's un- unusual for me to to not wear headwear, but uh yeah, I don't know. I'll just Who cares? Like yeah. Just,
0: uh, just look like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so we're not doing the sort of review preview because there's nothing to preview. Um And there was no point in just coming on here and going, I got X amount of points because it would just be pointless, wouldn't it? Uh, So we've done a first half season analysis, um, strikers and midfielders and possible wildcard double ups. And obviously you saw earlier, or hopefully you saw, you should have done, my man on a free hit. Very short video today, obviously, because there's no, uh, no football next week. But I have done a small wildcard at the end of that. So if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. But let's get on with today striker comparison. Yeah, um, I've, I've done something here. So these, there might be others
1: that other people want to consider post um, post World Cup for first week back. But to me, these were the eight strikers that are probably most on my radar. So some may think a Solanke or something, especially if Bielsa goes to Bournemouth is, is an option. And let, let's say there may be some may want to go four four two and put a cheap striker in just to, to fill the third bench spot up. Obviously, that's a viable strategy as well. But if for those going three up front, I think I'm kind of between these eight. So these are the eight that I focused on as possible options. And so I've I've just run some numbers for all season so far um, for expected. This is so expected goals in one column, expected goal involvements, obviously including assists in another. So I've done it for the last six game weeks. I've done it for all season and I've done it per 90 minutes. We've got three different lots of data effectively here to see sort of ended sort of November, December, uh, October, November in form those who have been relatively good since the season started in August. And then those that maybe don't play as, as much for whatever reason, whether they've been injured or something like that. And so you get a per 90 minute feel for those. Because um, obviously you think the, the, the feeling is Haaland. I think most people will have Haaland. I can't see why you wouldn't now. You've probably got money tied up in him. He's playing for the best team in the league. You, you still think and he's, he's the top goal scorer, but he's not been great lately. Um, last six game weeks, only expected sort of t- two point seven one goals. It's less than Kane, um, Tony, Tony, Wilson and Mitrovic. All four of those lately.
0: He did miss. How many games did he miss in the end? One. Uh, yeah, just the one. And he came on. Yeah, uh, one and a half. You could say he came on for the last thirty minutes of the Forest game, didn't he? So,
1: yeah. So anyone that ditched him, if they if there wasn't people on wild card in game week thirteen after the obviously the the, the blank of game week two, if you sold him in game week eleven. Um, because Man City didn't play in 12 and then kept off him for the duration, you probably would have been better off. Yeah. Um, because then you wouldn't have been tempted to captain him either. But he he's dropped off the boil, but I think that's a temporary blip in his case. Um over the season so far, he's still got the highest expert XG per 90 minutes, uh, expected goal involvement as well. Easy. Um I won't just roll down him in order, we'll, we'll just pick some talking points out of this, Darren. So Anthony Martial, we'll start with him. He's at the bottom. Interesting. Um,
0: obviously barely played. He went um, into my wild my my potential wildcard team as of this morning. That what I did on the free hit. You probably haven't seen that yet, because we haven't and I haven't shared it with you, have I? So No, um, no, I haven't seen it yet. Martial's really interesting, isn't he, now? Because no, no what not only is he a very good price, he's gonna be the only striker currently at United that will play. Um, or out and out striker. You could argue Rashford, obviously, but you know, he comes a class of midfielder. Unless they buy somebody in January, obviously, because you know, straight after the World Cup, it's gonna be, you know, Boxing Day. So yeah, you know, you've got the transfer January transfer window. So Marshall is a really and they've got good fixtures as well.
1: So you know, say so this doesn't take into account fixtures. And of course it, doesn't. So you... it was quite it was quite telling that he started against Fulham. On the basis, he also started against Villa in the in the cup game on the Thursday. Yeah, someone had been relatively long term injured. To start him two games in three days seemed dangerous to me. You, you don't really want to play people that close together. I don't think when they're coming back from injuries, it's obviously a higher risk of re-damaging that injury by playing him. So, so but the fact he felt like he had to, um, Ten Hag makes me feel like he doesn't really trust anyone else. So I, I assumed he'd play Rashford up front in that Fulham game and then play. I didn't uh... Alanger and Garnacho or Bruno, whoever. whoever. But I, I thought Rashford would be up front. Um so yeah, I, I think Martial looks very good. I say XGI per ninety minutes now. He's literally only marginally below Haaland for almost half the price. It's insane how what his expected goal involvement is. Second highest for expected goals as well. Um so we haven't got a lot of data to go on because he's barely played, but in term when he has played, it seems like he's they second best to Haaland for expected goals and goal involvement, only 6.7. Seems a bit of a no-brainer if you feel like they've got good fixtures and if they sell someone, you, just, you can
0: sell him as well, right? If they, if they sign a new striker in January, then you move him on to Mitrovic or something. 100%, yeah. He's got such a decent price point in terms of that as well. Um, so, yeah, I think Martial will be easily 30 40% owned come the new start of the season. Also got
1: that a month to get himself fit. He's competition exactly, all, yeah. all at the World Cup, so they've got to get less rest. Rashford, Bruno, all those players, are all at the World Cup, aren't they? So
0: yeah, yeah, he's he's honestly going to get rest. He's going to heal up from anything he is carrying. Like I said, the only potential threat to Martial, I believe, is 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 uh, is someone then purchasing someone in January. And I don't know who they'd get. Genuinely, don't know. The market's not hugely open. People are settled, people, you know, they're going to have to pay a lot of money to get a striker.
1: Yeah, will they find someone short-term on loan, a bit like they did with Cavani that time, maybe maybe United? I don't know about that. I don't think they're going I to sign it. The last anyone.
0: couple of loans for United have been Cavani, which wasn't groundbreaking, <laughs> and Igalo, which we don't <laughs> even talk about. So they can, they can try and get someone on loan to cover, but you know what? It'll be a disaster. So what's the point? There's a few people who are still a little bit unhappy out there. And and one person who, uh, I mean, we're, we're going off topic slightly, but one person that I think they should try and sign is the uh, Napoli striker Ossiman. He's wanted yep. to move for a while. I could see him going. It looks like a
1: summer signing though, doesn't it?
0: It it does, yeah, but I think he's always saying, yeah, I think, I think Ossiman's always kind of got that I would definitely move type thing to the yeah. Premier League. So I, I think they should look at him in all fairness and that would be a pretty good... He, he would fit them. That's the point. So, yeah, those two, I
1: think, are quite hard to ignore. But third striker is then quite tight, actually, now. Harry Kane, Say I'm the first to criticise Tottenham, but it does seem to, where a lot of these on this list, feel very inconsistent. Say it was Darwin this week with two goals. It's been Wilson with Tony as well this week, having had a few blanks. Wilson had one
0: good game and a few bad ones. Um, Kane does feel a consistent one That's, here you have got to remember that Kane has played the last couple of games without son and he's only played and he played i mean the last two games he had kulusevski back but before that when he was still being consistent he had no son or kulusevski so he he is very consistent for the fact that things around him have changed quite a bit in the last couple, uh, let's say 5 or 6 games
1: yeah he's expected goals is comfortably the second highest over the season um Maybe not quite. XG per game He's kind of in the mix with with a few others. He's probably overpriced. There's probably someone cheaper that can match him over a run of games, at least. But if you want the consistency, and it feels like we might have budget to spend it, it may come down to whether you want Kane or whether you want KDB or something like that. It might be one or the other of that. I don't
0: think they've got great fixtures either, if I remember rightly. Okay, so it might rule him out. But... Yeah. I mean, I certainly didn't have any Tottenham players in my free hit thing. Uh, in, yeah, in my wild card, which would tell me that it didn't have good fixtures.
1: I don't think his numbers over a season are good enough. It's one or two goals more than Tony for like four million expected. One or two goals more than Jesus for three and a half million. XG per 90 is worse than Darwin, is worse than Wilson, is even worse than Mitrovic. So it's quite hard to own at the price, but you say so you are getting
0: consistency and you are getting a team that wins a lot of penalties, and he obviously takes them and barely misses. But Tony's going to be Tony's obviously going to be investigated over the World Cup period as well for the whole bookie booking thing, um, betting thing. Sorry, I should say. Um, you don't mm. know what will come of that. If uh, you know, if, if he if he's found guilty of placing bets, he'll get a lengthy ban. Simple as that. Is-
1: there's issues with a few of the other ones here. So Darwin, in terms of, is the third best of these expected goals involvement yeah. per 90 minutes. Going to be heavily After the World Cup, though, That a lot of the other attacking players at Liverpool will be back. Jota should be back, I would
0: imagine. Uh, Jota, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned this earlier. I didn't say Jota. I forgot about Jota completely, actually. Uh, but uh, Lewis Diaz will be back. Yeah. Um, I still think it'll be Diaz... Nunez and Salah up top uh, Jota will still play that rotation with potentially both of them coming on, at, I think the only thing with Darwin is his minutes will be less because Jota will come in for him like 60-70 minutes
1: Yeah That's
0: and the is only think, thing I'd say I, about Darwin I, I, but I don't he's still
1: think good. XGI is quite high enough to warrant the risk here when you've got Jesus who starts every game when you've got Mitrovic who starts it, especially those two you're going to start every game aren't they <sighs>
0: Yeah, see, Jesus is an annoying one for me because I did, I had, I didn't put him in the team. My wild card one today, I put Darwin in, um, and Haaland and I can't remember who the other one was. But um, Marshall wasn't it? Marshall, yeah, it was Marshall. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, so you, three, the three that are three that are in here. But I've owned a Jesus in my real team for too many weeks, and he's done nothing for the last like four weeks. Not even an assist. Um. It's quite frustrating at an eight point, an eight million price point. Yeah, I, I, I got stubborn. I... I got stubborn with him because he's because I've, I've watched I've watched every Arsenal game so far um, that's been televised, obviously, and and he, well, and match the day and stuff. But he looks so lively, and I'm always thinking he's going to score a bag. He's going to bag just like all the time, but he, he's just not. It's really frustrating me. He's
1: got the third-best expected goal involvement here behind Haaland and Kane, but it's expected goal, which is only what you get your strikers for. He's actually one of the worst on this. He's actually the second worst. Him and Tony yes.
0: um,
1: are the two worst. Take Wilson, I think, could be very good. There's a lot of Newcastle assets, though, that you're going to want, I think. or You could easily own. There's probably five or six that are genuine options, I think, yeah. after Wildcard. Oh, and oh, we're not sure... Yeah. We've not had them all available yet. The attackers have. We We haven't had Isak. Um, Isak will be maximum. fit.
0: He'll be he'll be fine. Ready again after the World Cup. And is he another Darwin. Is he in the team? Wilson. Is he that good or is he? I mean, Isak came in and he started pretty pretty well. I mean, it's one of those. But the thing is, Wilson came in and, and did very well as a, you know. And he was bought. Season or two ago, with that in mind, so I mean they'll rotate them. That's as simple as that. Can you go for Wilson or can you go for Isak? No, because they're always going to rotate. You need one of them to get injured. I can't see them spending that money on Isak, whatever
1: it was, eighty million, whatever it was, and being a start and 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 making him sort of a rotation player. I think he's going to start every game. When, When you pay that much, they're not they're not Man City where you can afford to bed Grealish in and give him time and bench him.
0: That's true. Um, totally I,
1: I, I really don't see how they spend that much money in Newcastle. I know they're quite wealthy, but how they spend that much money for a, a rotation player. Yeah. Um and Same. why he would go to Newcastle to be a rotation player. So I think he's gonna play. But are they what, what that means for Wilson? Um I don't know. So I'm tempted to leave that alone for the for the start and just to give it a bit of time. Um, say Mitrovic is the other interesting well he's obviously been frustrating the last couple of weeks because no one's quite worked out how severe his injury was yeah. um, and I don't think anyone still quite knows how severe his injury it, is it can't, the yeah, I mean
0: he's gone to the World
1: Cup so would he make Fine. it worse there Serbia go out early which I don't know if they're likely to get you'll probably know more to meet Darren if they're likely to get through their group or not but
0: I, um, I'm I'm confident that Serbia making it through yeah
1: so the longer they go go through the tournament probably the worse it is for him Um I also, I don't know if Fulham are good enough attacking to have Mitrovic and Andreas Pereira. I've had both for a lot of this season so far. And to be fair, it hasn't done me that much harm, but I've got reservations. If I'm going to do an attacking double up on a team, it really shouldn't be Fulham. So um, <coughs> no. and, and Andreas is quite hard to ignore because he's so cheap and he's nailed and he takes set pieces. He's, he's an ideal first sub pretty much every game week that you're happy to play if they've got a good home game.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. No, he's, he's hard to ignore. So do you want Mitrovic as well when there's other options? Yeah. Um, I said there's a slide coming up later on around double ups. It, that those two aren't on there just because Andreas was so cheap, but, but I suppose there's another discussion. Mitrovic and him. Um, yeah, I, I quite like Harland and Martial to start, and maybe we pick the third striker based on sort of insider leaks where we get information around someone starting who's got the better fixtures. If I was so, going to do a, a dead team, I'd probably put. Would I? I probably put Mitrovic in. I think as my third striker based on what we know. Um, but Tony, yeah. to say Tony and Jesus are the old ones. Tony's obviously got pens, um, and not a lot of other competition. There's not really any other Brentford players you want with Arsenal. There's
0: obviously a hatful of others you'd want. Newcastle is a hatful of others you want. Yeah, Arsenal is Arsenal is very difficult when you look at it. It's like you want like double defence with them at the moment. Uh, you know, Martinelli, Oddguard, Saka, three great yeah. midfielders, and then Jesus. Really difficult to pick the Arsenal players. I point, should point out Arsenal's fixtures weren't the greatest to start off with again, but they are not terrible either. And, and and when you're playing like you are as Arsenal, who knows? Um, into their midfielders, then. Yeah, into the midfielders. So again,
1: much longer list here. I've, I've got the main two premium seller and De Bruyne. I so say I think. Oh, the, I thought you meant was... I thought
0: you meant Almiron and uh...
1: <laughs> Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah. But some people may have eyes on Haaland, De Bruyne and Salah. Because there's so many good cheap options in midfield and defence, I think it's feasible that you could have Haaland, Salah and De Bruyne.
0: I looked at it this morning. It it is feasible. It can be done. But you are really relying on those cheap assets doing well. And I know, like, Almiron, for instance, is doing quite well now. Andreas ticks over. It doesn't leave you with a hell of a lot, mate. It's pretty grim. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so if you had Martinelli at six, if you hold Martinelli, get Almiron, get Andreas, then maybe you can have these two with them three. I don't know. Avoid totally avoid all the mid price, mids, get the two premiums, and then three six million or something it would be less than six million. Yeah, it's an option though for some people you may want to do that. Yeah, um, it's a good it's a good one. But out of the two, this is literally comes down to how many goals you expect Salah to score in terms of goal involvements. They're fairly equal. Salah's got way more goal threat. De Bruyne obviously assists, assists a lot more. I think he's a bit better for bonus points and things like that. Um, they're both dear though. They're both like, like over a million more than Kane. Now, I know we just spoke about Kane on the on the last slide being maybe not delivering enough to warrant paying as much extra as he is over the sort of 8 million strikers. But a, 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 a Salah and De Bruyne are delivering enough to warrant these price tags as well? It doesn't look like it at the moment. Either of them.
0: No, I'm not. Um, I'm not looking at either of them. In all fairness, when I restart, um, I'm not even looking at Foden. I've, I've, been, I've had my fingers burnt too much with Foden, mate. Honestly, like it's just so frustrating with him not playing. Um, he's going to be coming back from the World Cup as well. He will be in the England team, won't he? So again, he, I think he'll be rested. Um, it's difficult when you when you man city, isn't it? Because well, actually no, because Grealish probably won't play as much at the World Cup as you think. So, you know, he could just play Grealish instead of Foden. So, I think yeah, Foden's a difficult one to go for as well. Look at those
1: expected goal involvements last six game weeks. He's expected to go at zero point seven nine. So one, one goal involvement is expected of him based on how. So I this is what I was talking about earlier. I've owned Foden, Saka, and Martinelli for a hatful of weeks now. Yeah, the worst three players on this list. You don't, expected yeah, don't. goal involvements of around about one for all three of them across six weeks. So the best I could have hoped for was three goal involvements between them in six game weeks.
0: In the last six weeks, sat Salah and KD
1: Salah's pretty high, isn't he, actually? Um yeah. I haven't got it on a game-by-game basis. Maybe there was that one game. He obviously did well against in the Tottenham game, Salah. Um he yeah. could be he could be sort of skewed a bit by one game, but and say, do you do you look at recent form? Do you look at per? I think I think I prefer per ninety minutes is my preferred metric of these three, and it maybe is something in the form. Zaha, I think, performing a lot better than is is another troll for a lot of people. Where we're talking Hi. about Foden and Saka, but it's especially for you, Darren. He pinched him for a hole and then played him for Miss Pen.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, he's benched it. Yeah, yeah, benched a thirteen-pointer, and I thought, not making that mistake again. Played him, and he missed a pen. I mean, if that's not trolling, I don't know what is. But he's he's Ah. up there
1: again with all those players. XG per ninety, I think he's about. He's third on. He's joint third on this list with Saka and Foden behind. Um, Top of this list, we'll get to him now, Rodrigo. Top top of this whole list, 0.56
0: again i just don't see it Did massively you, uh, overlooked especially that,
1: by me i thought early in the season he was on a
0: little bit of a streak that would soon die out and that'd be yeah handling. but his um, goal, his goal involvement as a midfielder is obviously going to be slightly higher because they don't play him in midfield they play him up front don't they instead of bamford so he's probably going to have a, a bigger output per 90 because of his positioning right The last six weeks, second most behind
1: salaries, second for expected goals. Now, again, Bamford's not started. To be fair, I don't follow Leeds all
0: that closely, so I don't know how many
1: Bamfords started Um, or not started lately.
0: No, he he started a few. I think he got injured again. I can't be totally sure. So I hadn't considered Rodrigo
1: for my wild card. Um, But maybe, especially if we're at a point now where budget's not really an option, we can afford a really strong squad. Could we afford him? As a as a sort of a punt, and if he doesn't play, then we'll our first sub will be of a good enough standard that we don't mind them coming on. Um it's definitely someone to think about because let's say three point expected three goals across the last six game weeks and an XG of 0.56, which is comfortably set it's actually higher than Salah. So he's got the highest XG of all the midfielders, and he costs 6.3 at the moment. So He's someone I don't know how many people would have considered him. I think a lot of people have looking at Leeds are still thinking Sinister or maybe the young lad Somerville, who's obviously a or something. A big shout! But yeah, Rodrigo, amazing numbers. A touch on Almiron at the bottom, who obviously has been scoring for fun for about eight weeks. It feels like, but his numbers aren't actually that good. So he's he's clearly been scoring sort of low xG chances. That's not usually sustainable. I don't think I'm. I, we we spoke about it with Newcastle just now with with like coming back, St. Maximum coming back. I don't think they'll drop Almeron. Like, no. No. He may get caught up in that rotation of yeah. five attackers into three spots or however, however it's gonna work out. Um so trippier, I think, will be nailed for me. Um I've still got Pope at the moment. I'm not convinced what goalkeeper I want yet. Yeah, it's possible I'll keep Pope with with Trippier. And that leaves me one Newcastle spot for someone else. Um, so we won't go on to it yet. But let say the next slide, I've compared Elmer on to Wilson in a minute. And we can make an argument then over which one's better. But yeah, I, I, his numbers aren't... I was expecting much higher numbers for him for ex- expected goals and expected goal involvements. And they're not actually high at all. But don't get me wrong, they're good for his price. He's matching sort of a 7 million player. But the way he's been performing, you'd think he was sort of matching a 9-10 million player um, and he hasn't been that good. So just, just something to bear in mind, mate, Is he can he keep on scoring these low XG chances? He had about three goals in goal of the month competition, didn't he? They were that, they were that good.
0: Yeah, he did. Ra- Rashford's quite low as well, isn't he? Just looking at that. For somebody who's been playing up front a bit as well, he's not high, is he?
1: No, there's a few, a few here, not as high as you think. Saka taking pens, that's obviously factored into it. Maybe not as high as I was hoping. Madison very low, despite the fact he seems to get returns. It seems yeah. kind of more often than he should as well. Um, expected goals actually the worst in this. This with De Bruyne obviously bumped up a bit by being quite creative as well. But I don't think you can pay eight point two for Madison with an XG of 0.2. point two. I think that's a lot of money for someone that low. XG. Le- Le-
0: Leicester have a terrible restart as well. If I remember rightly, I didn't have any Leicester players. Simply thought they didn't. They, they did not have nice fixtures. Um, so yeah, the ones here, I think. I think
1: salaries of interest if you can afford it. Um, yeah. Would you want Salah and Darwin? Uh, probably not. Salah's probably more now than Darwin, but costs a lot more money than Darwin. Um it's interesting that at the start of the year people were thinking oh Salah or Diaz is Diaz worth the saving he's obviously back on the table as an option again now Diaz I Salah
0: or Darwin now yeah he wasn't doing terrible was he Diaz but then he got a sheer injury so it is what it is but yeah I mean he wasn't keeping far behind him was he Um, if I remember rightly because I started with uh, Diaz
1: KDB's numbers over Foden worth 4 million probably not looking at this um KDB is more now than Foden though, but is he worth 4 million more? I think that's debatable. I, th- I still think as a case, you have two, de- Cancelo, Haaland, and maybe another defender or Edison even in goal. Um, no one's really jumping out to me in this. It feels very much like it's felt like for the last couple of game weeks, you just got to pick one and stay there. The more you try and jump around, more often than not, the one you remove is the one that then delivers the week after you sell them. Yeah. Um, no one, there's not anyone low apart from Rodrigo, who's really standing out. Martinelli, I think that's quite you feel obliged to keep him, especially in my case, because I paid six million for him. He's obviously got up to 6.8 now, and six million for a 90% starter in a, in the team top of the league. It's it's amazing, cheap. but his numbers aren't amazingly good. He's like you say, they're, they're not even as good as he's, he's the worst on here compared to Rashford, Rodrigo, and Almiron. He's got the worst goal threat of the four of them. Mm. But you feel, say, especially when Arsenal have got so many options now, I don't think he's one of the best free options if if you take price out of it. I, I think I'd rather have Jesus, I'd rather have Saka, and I think I'd rather have two defenders than Martinelli. But because he's price... It's difficult to annoy uh, avoid him. <laughs> and then the other one we haven't really spoken about is Trossard, who I think might play up front again... Um, so he played he he started up front for the Derby. They pushed him back to sort of AMC in the Aston Villa game to play Welbeck up front, but it was more because Matoma was unavailable and they missed him. I think they missed his pace out wide. So I, at the moment, I think Brighton's first choice attack does have Trossard centre forward. Um, they got nothing else. <laughs> so I I think I'm very likely to start with him. Um. Of of all of these on this list, I think he's the one that I'm most keen to start with. So Numbers-wise, not amazing, but I think this is obviously all season and the Zerbi's only been in charge for four or five games and they've only changed formation for like two games. So these numbers may be a bit blurred because of that, but it hasn't really solved any problems. We're the striker one. I think Martial stands out like a sore thumb as someone to go for. There's not really that player in this list.
0: no. Um, do you want me to move on to the next one yeah to, yeah. just quickly the,
1: the, the last slide so I've just picked five teams here Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal Newcastle, Man United and makes sense. there's possible double ups and in some cases treble ups you might want to consider here for these teams so I, I literally just put the players in in alongside their teammates it makes it a bit easier to compare who's actually better like one under the other so Salah and Darwin Darwin's actually got higher goal threat and higher XGI than Salah quite comfortably and he's almost a four million price gap between them doesn't look like it's worth paying that money for Salah over Darwin looking at these numbers you are getting more nailed minutes from Salah I would imagine he's he's obviously the upside but is that worth four million um obviously each Uh, of their own to decide that but the, the general consensus with this is the strikers tend to be better in every example, which is, which is a problem because you only have three strikers. So t- to me here, Martial over Rashford is a big discrepancy So and at the same price. So Martial feels like a no-brainer. Wilson, Elmeron, I think Wilson's upside is way more than Elmeron's, despite what we've been seeing lately. Um, and a 1.6 price difference isn't massive. So I think I'd prefer Wilson to Almiron, but... There's obviously the risk over the minutes. Um, Arsenal, I know you said about Jesus, Darren, but I think he again looks comfortably better than the other two, the two midfielders, and he's the same price as Saka.
0: Yeah, that's difficult. Yeah, I mean, I've never, I've not had Saka. I've had only Martinelli and Jesus. Um, But yeah, I mean, you can't have
1: all the strikers, is the problem. So which one do you?
0: Right right, right right, now, looking at this, changing my wildcard from what I had this morning, I'd probably downgrade Darwin to Jesus instead. Um, and maybe I wouldn't have Martinelli. Maybe I'd have someone different. <laughs> um, and I'd have a double up Arsenal defence.
1: I think he's very awkward now. I think he's probably one of the, the, the hardest players to put in, especially those that have had him since the start because
0: you've 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 gained 0. 0.8 on
1: him yes a point four sell value but yeah so you, you can't get it out of your head that you're paying 6 million for one of the three attackers for the team that's top of the league that's obviously yeah. ridiculously good it's difficult to remove him i go oh, i get that um but there are other players in this list that are doing as well if not better for similar prices um And it's not like, I don't feel like we're going to be desperate for the money at the moment. So, you do not I don't think you necessarily need him as an an enabler, Um, which I think he was at the start of the season. Maybe if you went for six million, it felt like he was the clear enabler to allow sort of two, eight million mids and maybe Salah at the time and Haaland and whoever else. Yeah. Now I say if if you if you're in the mindset you want three premiums whether that's Salah Duk, Salah Haaland, De Bruyne or Kane whatever it is you you may obviously keep Martinelli then and have him as your third mid or something but yeah this hasn't completely helped me um, because <laughs> all the strikers stand up the strikers they do they do yeah so so the only thing that's made me I think the only thing it's made clear to me is that I want Martial I think that's all I've learned from doing all of this. <laughs> Which is something. At least the time weren't completely wasted doing it if it's meant that I want Martial. No, it will help us as well. The jigsaw of putting all the team together, right? You pick the five or six players you definitely want. I've got to make decisions. We haven't touched on defenders here, but Arsenal and Man City are the best two defences. Is there double ups in those teams you want or do you want to double up on the attackers? Um, I, I'm not against going White and Saliba, for example, for Arsenal or edison and Cancelo for man city or something still is an option for me
0: amazing you say that it's exactly what was in my wild card well edison and Cancelo. Ed- edison Cancelo and um i had white and oh actually no i did no yeah no i did i think i had two defenders and and martinelli i think yeah. i think white's
1: quite hard to ignore on defenders i, th- 4. I think Cancelo hey, it's 4.6 Cancelo and Trippier, I think, are going to be in. Most people have already got them, got money tied up in them. I think those two are in. I think you want a piece of Arsenal. So, White, you'll probably want a cheap one for budget. Um, Patterson or Bueno or someone like that, probably. And then you probably leave your last spot open to do you want to punt a Robertson or a Trent or a Reece James or something like that. Or it, 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 you, it,
0: You've literally just read out the backline of the wildcard I had. Really? Yeah, Edison, no, Cancelo, White... Uh, Trippier, Reese James. Can't remember the other one, but but, but you you mentioned them then. But yeah. yeah, literally, like honestly, when you look at it, you look at the fixtures, you see who's been doing well for different price points. You end up with a very, very evenly spread team, which is exactly what I ended up with. It, it only had one premium. It only had Haaland. I mean, unless you count Darwin as a premium, which you could, I guess. But yeah, it was really it was really kind of, I don't want to say template, but it got very easy to, to choose and who to leave out.
1: Yeah, I tried to make a shortlist just recently with um, a rough plan. I think I'd narrowed it down to four keepers. I think I had about 18 defenders, eight strikers, and I didn't really have a midfielder list because it was going to come down to who I could afford it amongst that. But the pool of players maybe ain't as deep as you think it is at the minute. Really players will emerge because you wouldn't have had Elmer on any sort of list before the season started. It's obviously emerged. Exactly. So some someone may come to like, especially a team with a new manager. Um, just, just use Villa as an example. Two two games, two wins. Um, scoring goals. Well, I think we look, we look a lot tighter at the back as well. I, I don't hate a Villa defender. Um, Dingye taking free kicks. I know he's been a troll for a lot of people in previous seasons, but he <laughs> could be a genuine option at like four and a half. Watkins could become an option again as a striker if he plays every game. So there, there, there are players out there, I say especially at teams with new managers, with new managers. Um, we, we may see some more from Brighton. So I think Trossard's good. Matoma, cheap and good. Maybe a defender could, could come could come out from them. If if Colwell starts playing every game, I think he looked very good in the Villa game, as an example. I don't know how expensive he is. He must be about 4.3, 4.4 or something. So players will emerge and say I haven't taken fixtures into any of this so do you play the fixtures or are you, how are we going to work that but you got to look at them you have to look at them but this was just a little it wasn't meant to really advise people on what to do it was just giving people some numbers that might help with they can come back to sort of nearer the time because um, these numbers obviously aren't going to change now are they before boxing day so there may yeah. be something in here that's useful for people.
0: So weird, isn't it? When you say that, like we've finished <laughs> FPL, but it's not finished. We've just taken a break for a World Cup in the middle of winter. It's cold today, and it's pissing it down. And then when do the fixtures resume? Boxing Day. It's like what? Fucking Christmas first. It's like oh my god, it feels so weird. It's not. It's not real. Um, it just all. It's all back to front. <laughs> um, and then when's England's first game? One o'clock on Monday. What? Like, yeah, not a good one is it no it's like come on i got calls and work and stuff engineers coming around to fix things it's like it's just the worst kind of day to have anything going on <laughs> the, the uh, usa
1: game next friday is the big one it's black friday as well i don't know obviously to some people that's a big day getting christmas presents and all that sort of stuff so it could be black friday in the afternoon in england usa it could be a black black evening as well couldn't it if we lose to america but, where's
0: that that's next so it's next friday so next he, friday
1: what date was that 25th is it i think yeah it is yeah so that, that's that's quite a busy day it's a seven o'clock kickoff in the evening as well so oh take...
0: friday night kickoff nice one okay
1: kids so, to better we'll, you will know? we'll talk about that more in the world cup pod we'll do, we'll do one later in the week right uh
0: well yes you've just taken the words out of my mouth That was my <laughs> uh, there will be and i'll skip to this bad boy uh there will be a world cup pod on friday uh martin is back he will be joining us um I mean, he might have a, ta- a tan that'll take your eyeballs out. I don't know. He's been... <laughs> the pitchers <laughs> looked very hot. Um, so, uh, lucky him. Uh, but he'll be back with us for a World Cup pod, or I think we're going to go through, this, through our teams in the different formats we're playing. Yeah. Um, as 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 concrete and as locked in as they are that current day uh but you know two days before the world cup on a friday afternoon i'd imagine people aren't going to do mass tinkering unless they get some big news i certainly looked at my teams yesterday and thought i might be locked in here until i hear anything big um, (laughs) i might be locked in with all my teams and i and now I'm just quite overcomplicating things because I've gone through a lot of data. Um, but yeah,
1: strategies for different games as well as I'm only playing the Sky version. To be fair, yep. I can't keep up with three or four different fantasy games. But I think there's different strategies depending
0: on what game you play and how engaged you have to be. There, yeah, yeah, there are fan teams. Very, very normal, just like uh, Premier Premier League run. Really, there's no chopping and changing all the time. Sky is very much like Sky you get to change daily uh if you want to you uh check your captains for the week as well and um gaffer is again game week game week 1 is all the fixtures game week 2 is all the fixtures it's a simple one um make transfers when and if but yeah it should be it should be a good pod. hopefully friday uh, friday afternoon we'll do that so it gives people a ch- t- chance to watch and maybe have a look at our teams and see a little gem in there that they might want to change to during the before the world cup starts on sunday um obviously my world cup pod is still out there i've had over 200 people view that so far so i'm really chuffed thank you so much if you have Um, and we've had a few new subscribers as well i did notice that we've gone up by like 10 10 subscribers um maybe the back off off the back of that video so you know if you if you are here welcome really appreciate you following us um we put out content all the time. <laughs> so definitely uh, definitely worth checking in. Craig's Craig's the brains. So I'm don't know what yeah. I would not go that far, but yeah. <laughs> just trying to give you a compliment, mate. Just Thanks, to... mate. Appreciate you. Right. I felt okay. bad about the hat comment earlier. <laughs> um but yeah, like, follow, subscribe, and uh yeah, we will be back on uh, on Wednesday. Friday. Oh, no, Friday. Friday. Uh, just so I got something else on Wednesday. Friday. Cool. All right. Thank you, Craig. Nice one. Your right. Cheers, guys.